Grab your coat and get your hat and leave your worries on the doorstep. And join me, the mighty Mez, on the sunny side of my street. I'm tired of the four Ds. Disease, death, division, and damnation. I want to add another to that list. Deserve. As in, you deserve a break from the deluge of doubt. You deserve a shelter from the fountain of sorrow that threatens to drench you. And experience a moment of pure, unadulterated joy. Whatever that means to you. And to that end, I offer to share my umbrella of joyful music with the hope that my sunny songs may temporarily lighten your load a bit. Come on over and cross over to the sunny side of my street. Danny Kay resembled my Uncle Teddy, Dad's older brother, the middle of three fatherless products of the Depression. My father told me he never tasted ice cream until he was a teenager. Whenever Uncle Teddy came over, he gave me gifts or money, and he was always laughing. In fact, that was his response to any rebuke. Gales of high-pitched giggles sent lilting aloft from his thrown-back head. A bachelor, until he retired because he lived with and looked after my grandmother, Anna, who lived well into her 90s. Teddy was an accountant for the city of New York, who immediately upon retirement moved to Costa Rica married a woman 30 years younger, and lived like a king until his death, also in his mid-90s. I couldn't get enough of the abulent Danny Kay, nay Kaminsky, whose screen presence always delighted me. He seemed like a child himself, and so many of his films play like fairy tales. In the movie Mary Andrew, from which this ditty derives, Danny is an irrepressible teacher in an uptight boarding school who here is giving a musical math lesson to his pupils. And it stuck with me. Trigonometry was the only math class I could abide. I think Oliver Sacks, Pete Seeger, or the Muppets could probably tell you why music is such an effective pedagogical tool. If you marry an important phrase to a catchy melody, you can create a lifelong memory. Danny Kay delivered a bunch of those to my generation. The square of the hypotenuse of a right triangle is equal to the sum of the squares of the two adjacent sides. You not tolerate letting your participle dangle. So please effect the self-same respect for your geometric slides. Old Einstein said it when he was getting nowhere. Give him credit. He was heard to declare Eureka Square of the hypotenuse of the right triangle is equal to the sum of the squares of the two adjacent sides. The two right brothers, before they conquered the air, like those others, Orville hollered, look here, we'll be the square of the hypotenuse of the right The sum of the squares of the two adjacent sides. Sure as shooting, when problems get in your head, be like Newton, who was heard to declare, the square 
of the hypotenuse of the right triangle is equal to the sum of the squares of the two adjacent sides. Now that we've come this far, men, let's go through the rules again. Gravity brings you down to Earth, so never sleep in an upper berth. Tomorrow, who knows what they'll do? Who knows, who cares what they'll do? There can't be an East without a West. Well, I'm very glad indeed I got that particular fact off my chest. Now remember, if you're ever flawed, inertia is its own reward. Teacher, teacher, tell us more. Parallel lines never connect, which is just about what you might expect. Though scientific laws may change and decimals can be moved, the following is constant and has yet to be disproved. The square of the hypotenuse of the right triangle is equal to the sum of the squares, not less, not more, as I said before, is equal to the sum of the squares of the two 